At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Since Elon Musk bought Twitter, there's been tensions between the company and outside sources like app stores on Apple and Google. And it looks like these situations are going to be coming to a head pretty soon. Elon Musk just recently said that he's going to be bringing back some controversial figures to the Twitter's ecosystem. And this is shaking things up over at Apple and on the Google Play Store as well. Elon is a proponent of free speech. Both Apple and Google have the ability to allow apps into the store and also to delete apps from the store according to their rules. And these are their rules. These aren't Elon's rules. These aren't free speech rules. But Elon Musk brought up the subject of free speech when it came to Apple and their app store. And one of the biggest risks for Musk's vision for Twitter is that it could violate Apple or Google's app rules. In a series of tweets, Elon Musk complained about app store fees and that Apple and Google both take a percentage of everything that's sold through the App Store. He said it's about 30%, and it's a hidden internet tax. That's what he said. And he tagged the Department of Justice's antitrust division investigating App Store rules. And this isn't a new thing. Stores have been doing this for a very long time. And I'm talking about physical stores, grocery stores, places like Target and Walmart as well. You have to buy shelf space in order to sell your products inside of that store. So what you do with Apple is you become an Apple developer and you pay your yearly fee to use their tools and to be able to upload and use their verification processes in order to get your app onto their marketplace. And the fee for being on that marketplace, the shelf space, so to speak, is the 30% cut, 15 to 30% cut that Apple takes off of every sale. And Elon Musk thinks this is unfair because he doesn't want them to take any of his money, any of the money that he and his company have earned. But that's not how it works with Apple. That's not how it works with Android. So Elon Musk has his company on both app stores. They may be pulling it off of the app stores because of some of the content that's on those apps themselves. And this could be because of the people that were kicked off of Twitter and are coming back, they could be violating the rules of those app stores. And in protest of Musk's purchase of Twitter, Phil Schiller, the former head of Apple marketing, who still oversees the app store to this day, apparently deleted his Twitter account. He had hundreds of thousands of followers on that account and just got rid of it, just deleted it. It's gone. So nobody can follow anything he's saying or he can't promote anything that Apple's doing on his Twitter account. And Apple and Google have kind of a good reason to take a look at Twitter at this point. And when Elon took over, it kind of opened up the floodgates for trolls and horrible people to come back to the platform. And they all started kind of organizing on 4chan. Then they jumped back into Twitter. They have anti-Semitic, anti-Black all sorts of horrible racist things were said on the Twitter platform. Elon said he's trying to take care of this, but it's almost impossible because there's thousands of those accounts out there 
and there's only so much AI can do. Twitter suspended many of the accounts, but they couldn't catch all of them. So there's probably some low liars there that are still on Twitter at this point who've said horrible things. And that's where Google and Apple have their terms of service for any app that's on the App Store that they can fall back on and say, hey, these people are on your platform. You have to get rid of them. There has to be a certain percentage of them not on your platform in order for you to stay on our app store. So Musk's plan was to offer a paid verification instead of having just a wild free-for-all for everybody. And that was $8. You know, you got the, the, you get the check mark, you know, you get the verification bag badge. And that led to impersonators who impersonated Eli Lilly and faked a verification of that account. So there was a verified tweet that said that insulin would be provided for free. And the stock price of Eli Lilly went way down because of this. People flooded away from Eli Lilly. They got away from Eli Lilly. They sold off their stock. They sold off their pieces of the company. Now, how great would it be if insulin were free, though? That would be an amazing thing. But people saw it as a way that Eli Lilly was going to lose revenue, and they jumped ship. So the app stores said, eh, this is not a good thing. And it looks like anybody that can impersonate anybody isn't a good thing either. So Elon Musk, of course, had another idea where you can verify your account as a person, as an entity, such as a company, or as a government official. So those check marks are coming in the future, and there will be different colors for each one of those check marks. So there will probably be different pricing schemes for those as well. The regular check mark for regular people, probably $8 a month. And then there's going to be probably a personality check mark, something like that. And some, you know, a company head, would, like a CEO, would have to pay X amount of dollars per month for their, for their badge. And the government officials would probably have to do the same. And I'm guessing those are the three tiers that will probably, it'll probably go personal and then, you know, it'll probably go personal, then company, then government, that kind of thing. And then there's going to be a little, like maybe a little pill underneath your name that says who you work for if you have a company badge. So it's possible, you know, if you work for Bloomberg, you have a little Bloomberg logo with the word Bloomberg and maybe your title at Bloomberg on your Twitter account. So verification might be a way to solve some of this, but there's still bigots and trolls all over the place on Twitter. So does that ruin their chances of staying in the app store? Well, that can also be said for any kind of social media. You know, notoriously, 4chan is not on any app store because 4chan is, you know, as, as much as it's a free speech haven for a lot of people, it's full of trolls and it's full of people that are racist and horrible images are shown on that platform. And, you know, according to Apple and Google, it's not okay for them to be able to sell that on their platform and sell it on their phones. So Elon Musk actually said that there's a possibility that he could build a phone to combat this with his own app store. So, you know, the old, the old bender thing, you know, we're going to have a party of our own with our own hookers and what is it? Hookers and robots or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but that he's going to build his own and possibly build his own phone. So that's kind of the big news here. Not that he's going to be kicked off of these platforms. Twitter's going to be kicked off, but that Elon may be in the market to build a new phone. So how could this happen? Could use the Android operating system 
because that's free and usable by anybody. And you could use the use the Android operating system, the kernel of that, and you can start your own phone company. You have to buy the parts, of course, and get manufacturing, which Elon is amazing at getting that stuff done, the manufacturing. So getting those systems in place now, getting them ready in case the uh, app stores shut them out. And then, but then you're going to have to have an Elon phone in order to get Twitter. So it makes it sort of a, its own rogue thing where you have to buy a certain kind of phone in order to have this one app. But is this app worth it to ditch your iPhone or your Android phone that you spent a thousand or more dollars on in order to use Twitter? I don't think most people would do that. If you were to sell your thousand dollar phone, or if you're going to get rid of your thousand dollar phone, to have a like an off-brand phone it has to be that off-brand phone has to be absolutely amazing it has to have some things that an iphone or the uh, top of the line android phones don't have and that's not twitter you know it, a lot of people would think the same way they're not just going to move everything over to a new phone just so they can have twitter because the people that are interested in Twitter definitely have a reason to be interested in Twitter and they'll find a way to use their current devices, whether it's, you know, whether use their web browser on their phone to use Twitter or use a, a desktop computer or a laptop or a tablet or something like that and use the browser on one of those. It's a, it's a no brainer at that point, whether you ditch your thousand dollar phone and either purchase a new phone or you sell your thousand dollar phone for a, a loss at this point. And then you buy an Elon phone. It's a weird thing. And there were, there were people on Twitter today saying, I'm selling my phone. I'm getting rid of my phone if Elon is, if, if Elon is building a new phone company. I'm just selling it all off. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I think that's a little bit, that's a little bit much. I want to know what you think about it. If there's comments on your, on your podcast app that you're listening on, please leave it in the comments below because I would love to hear what you say. Also, could you please just take a second and subscribe to the show? Because we have discussions about Elon and SpaceX and Tesla, and now the Elon phone, I guess, and Twitter. All this stuff is happening all, the, all at the same time. So please make sure to subscribe. We're going to have conversations about that in the future. Now, there's going to be subscriptions as well. You know, the, the subscriptions for Twitter are going to be like the $8 thing, right? That's a cool thing. But half of the advertisers have left Twitter, right? And in 2021, they had a $5.08 billion revenue in Twitter. And half of that comes from subscriptions. That's what Elon said. It's the goal that half of that would come from subscriptions and the other half would come from advertisers. So advertisers have already left. Some of the big name advertisers have already left and they don't want to advertise on Twitter when there's racism and horrible things being said on there. And they're also, you know, it's a, it's a new company. So Elon stripped everything away. It's sort of a shaky, rocky time right now for Twitter. So of course, people with money are going to be a little bit cautious and they're going to kind of pull back a little bit when something like this happens and say, hey, wait, hold on, hold on a minute. I don't want to spend a lot of money right now because I don't know the outcome of what's going to happen. Elon could just shut this place down. Who knows? And maybe he'll build something else. And of course, content moderation comes into it as well. They're, Elon fired most of the content moderation team. So how do they moderate this influx of millions and millions of users? Is that up to Apple? Is that up to Google and their app stores? Or is it up to the app itself? And at this point, Twitter should be monitoring and moderating their own content. So their user-generated content 
is a struggle for Twitter and the current workload and the current person load that's happening right now. So Apple and Google have the ability to decline or approve any apps and pull them off the stores anytime they want to due to content moderation and the harmful content that's on those apps. So it could be misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. It could be something that could lead to a riot, something that could lead to harm of others. So there's, there's a lot of stuff in their terms of service. And I will get into that in another podcast so we can take a look at something like that in the future. If Elon and Twitter can't figure this out, what's going to be happening with the, uh, the platform? So it's happened before. You know, there's been times that I personally have sent an app to Apple, you know, and they said, that's eh, not good enough. You know, and I've had, I've had a story. When I first started developing apps on Android, I made an app called the Justin Bieber Farter app. And the first week that it was up, it was free. I didn't, take, I didn't make any money from it. And I realized that people were downloading it. It was just a silly app that I built where if you push on Justin Bieber's belly, it would make a fart sound. And nobody, like, it was just a gag funny thing, but it was gaining some traction. I noticed that like 1,000 people downloaded it the first week, 2,000 people downloaded it the, the second week, and it grew exponentially to about 40,000 downloads at some point per week. And I was like, hey, should I start trying to make money from this? And I went through the whole process of finding an ad, you know, an ad of revenue model for it, an ad supported model, because I was like, hey, maybe I can make some side money from this thing. And right when I started getting, di dipping my toe in the revenue, Google and the app store, their app store pulled it off because they said it was offensive content. And I was like, dude, it's a funny, it's a funny Justin Bieber thing. And also using the likeness of Justin Bieber wasn't allowed, apparently. But it was a cartoon Justin Bieber. And I had a disclaimer that said, this is not actually Justin Bieber. It's sort of like the South Park thing where it's like, this is just a funny thing, you know, and these people might look like this, but it's not actually them. But I named it the Justin Bieber Farter app. So, you know, it, it, it got pulled from the app store and they're allowed to do that because, of course, it's their app store. They can do whatever they want. And it's a private company. They can make their own rules. And this is free speech for the people in those companies. You know, is this them saying, hey, we're going to have our own. This is our this is our way of expressing ourselves by saying, like, hey, you can't you can't do this in our in our home. You know, that's kind of where it is. It's like if somebody comes into your store and starts yelling and saying racist things, you're going to kick them out. Right. And that's kind of what Apple and Google are saying at this point. Like, hey. Elon and your crew over there at Twitter, you know, all these people, these millions of people over there, uh, there's a hundred thousand of you that are racist and there's, you know, or whatever, and that's a made up number, but just saying there's, you know, a hundred thousand people that probably say horrible things on Twitter every day. And we don't want them in our store. You know, if, if you went into a Walmart and there was a group of people, say if 20 people walked into a Walmart and started screaming racist things, they'd be, they'd get immediately kicked out. And also the police would show up. You know, and that's something that a private company would do, a private business would do in order to protect the users in their business. So I believe that's where Apple and Google are coming from, because these are businesses. They're not brick and mortar businesses, they're not brick and mortar stores, but Apple and Google already banned Parler, much smaller, and it's a conservative leaning app. And they banned it in 2020 because posts on the site promoted the U.S. Capitol riot on January 6th, and they called for violence. And in Apple's case, the decision to ban high-profile apps 
is made by a group called the Executive Review Board, which is led by Schiller, the guy that I talked about earlier, that left Twitter and the executive that deleted his Twitter account as a protest. And although Apple approved Truth Social, though, which is President Trump's social networking app, it took a little bit longer for Google Play to approve it. So they moderate their systems. They moderate the users on there as much as they can because you can't get everybody, but they do what they can in order to not violate the terms of service. So in August of this year, Google said that the social network lacked effective systems for moderating user-generated content, and that violated Google's Play Store terms of service. Google eventually approved it, of course, in October, but it needed to remove objectionable posts such as those that incite violence. So they had to have a moderation team. They had to beef up their moderation. But, you know, it's, it's a true social, and it's a small version of Twitter. But Musk fired most of Twitter's content moderation team, and Apple and Google have been careful about what they're seeing on Twitter at this point. So, you know, if, if they want a war, they're picking on a guy that has a lot of money and has a lot of power. So he can use that to his benefit to kind of, you know, to play the game, I guess. And he doesn't back down from a challenge. So if they're going to come at him, they better come at him with a real good reason why they would ban his app, Twitter, from their stores, or there's going to be a big fight, a big legal battle. And if he wins coming back into the store, that could also set precedence for other apps like Parler flooding the marketplace if they have hate speech. So let's see. Let's see how this rolls out. We'll see in the next couple of days how this works out. But there's a battle line that's starting to form here, and it may get dirty in the next week or two. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. If you can, please hit subscribe real quick. It only takes a second. And if you'd like Elon Musk content, and if you want new stuff in your feed all the time uh, about him, and you don't want to read it on Twitter, and you don't want to scramble through the news sites every day, I got your back. So please take a second, hit subscribe, and I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.